0: Hello everybody, welcome to the Calgary Bros Football Podcast, this is Uncle CB here, we've got Victor Speck on the other side. What's up, yo? We are recording in... uh, The car. The car, yeah, (laughs) the car. We just finished the game. Uh, 3-1, 3-2. Yeah, you know, decent game. Um, You know, I think, uh, yeah, I think we're, we're starting to come around with this team, bro, so it's looking good, looking real good. Here and there. Yeah, here and there, but... uh, If we win
1: next game, we win the division.
0: Really? Do we win the division? Oh, nice.
1: That's
0: good. That's good. Yeah, well, uh, we'll see how that goes. When's the next game, anyway?
1: Next, next Monday or
0: something. Next, next Monday? Okay, so time for us to, like, you know, train up, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Get fit, right? (laughs) I I have coaching games, so... Yeah, Yeah, yeah. Coaching, coaching, man. I told you, when you start coaching... The mentality changes big time. Yeah, yeah, but it's all good. But either way, we're not here to talk about our games or our coaching careers because uh that's pretty boring stuff right now. Um, it's actually pretty exciting, but yeah, it's exciting for us, but uh, yeah. boring for whoever is going to be listening to this podcast. Uh, absolutely. So, Unless if if you
1: got a mind for like that type of sort of thing, right? And then
0: people people don't have a mind for that type type of thing. I think people modern, especially a lot of the players these days. Watch just to watch, they watch one individual player, they follow over the individual player, and then they go from there. Yeah. Anyway, and that's why you see people talk about, you know, Romelu Lukaku, Lukaku, you know, um, and uh, whoever else is talking about Ronaldo. Uh, but we're gonna start off straight off the bat with Chelsea. Chelsea this weekend, man. Um, how was it, bro? This was a game where it was like uh, very.
1: Very cagey, but not in not in the sense where it's like uh, it happened all the way through. This game was end-to-end. It was end-to-end
0: attacking from
1: one end to another, from one end to another. And it was actually pretty interesting to watch.
0: The first the first five minutes when the game kicked off, mm-hmm. one of the first things that I saw was like Chelsea running in the first yeah, minute. Yeah, yeah. Trying to go get the then, goal. And then right away, counter-attack all, all the, way the way back. back yeah. I was like, is this the way this game is going to be? <laughs> Um, And it was
1: pretty open. It was pretty open for major league parts. It's just how you
0: execute your chances, right? And the chances were going to... I knew Lukaku was not going to score in this game. I was very shocked, man. I was shocked at how Nuno approached this game. Because I was like, they're so porous. Mm. Like, anytime Chelsea try to move the ball from the back, sometimes it looked like Tottenham maybe might press. Yeah. And then when they now looked like they were going to press, they didn't press very well. Mm-hmm. There was space in behind. Next minute, you know, Jorginho and the rest of them were doing their thing. Yeah. Um, and uh, Alonso and uh, Asby Ikeleta were just, you know, covering so, many, so much ground on the pitch. Yeah.
1: They were. Um, I think. I, I think one reason why they were playing like that, where it was like, they, it's because Tottenham with Nuno is not a heavily pressed team, right? Like you know, Nuno usually likes to sit back and let N- people come in.
0: Nuno, it's not a heavy press coach. Yeah, he's not. So, but the, why but were the thing they? Is like,
1: I think he he wants to evolve his style, his system into hmm. now eventually doing that because people are starting to notice. Like, you can't win the league with, if you don't press. Right, you can't win the league, or you can't do anything special if you don't press. But Tottenham, right?
0: Tottenham don't have,
1: Presses. not even
0: presses. They don't have a shot of winning the
1: league. Yeah, okay. but obviously, Nuno, bro, if you come, if you if you're coming into a new a new club for mm-hmm. yourself, you're gonna have ambitions of doing something. Yeah. You know, like even if it's not to win the league, you want to win something, yeah. right? Like, you, God put you on this earth to win something, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Okay, Pochettino, God put you on the earth to win something. Bro, the thing, the same thing with every single manager. If they even know like they're not gonna make it like to like the 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 next level, they'll be at their level and they still want to win something.
0: Look, everybody dreams of winning something. Everybody right? does dream of winning something, but everybody also knows the reality of it. Of things. course. Of course. But you have taught them. Bro,
1: the, the 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 thing is. Tottenham could have won the league the year Leicester won it. They could have, but they didn't. They didn't. Yeah. But the same thing. Tottenham could have won the league as well, like two years after that, right? Again, but
0: we we do. they, 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 they didn't they, look at. They didn't look like it. They though. were
1: looking good until then. They started to fall apart in the final parts of the season, does, which which is like Tottenham's. It, it doesn't. Think.
0: It doesn't matter. But whatever.
1: It, it's Tottenham. It, it's 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 what Tottenham does. No
0: no no no. Let Let's be clear here. Like no no. Yes, he was brought into that team to do something. Honestly, let's be realistic. He was not even their first three choice.
1: Who were the choices anyway? Conte. Conte man, hey?
0: No. Conte. Um, ah, forget, Renato, Renato Gattuso. Um, I wouldn't bring Gattuso. From Napoli, Napoli at the time. Yeah. Uh, Conte. And then there was uh, Paolo, I think, Fonseca from Roma.
1: okay, oh, okay, okay. Yeah,
0: okay. those were the three. And then I think there was another situation... Um, I can't remember who it was, which other guy. Julian Nagelsmann was a the guy they thought of, but it was rumored, but it was not going to happen. Yeah. Um, and then finally, what ended up happening was, uh, um, you know, the, the what do they call it? Um, they settled on Nuno Espirito. Mm-hmm. Um, Nuno was kind of like, you know, hanging around, hanging around, and then next minute Tottenham pulled the plug because they had no other coach mm-hmm. to go to. So... Nuno wasn't really their first choice. Nuno is just a guy that they were like, "Hey, just lead the team because as much as we like Ryan Mason, Ryan Mason is not the first team coach. These guys need a guy that they can respect mm. that they can call their coach the idea yeah, 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 but even Nuno's not top tier coach or mm. not even uh, at uh, I would say he's like a B plus rated kind of coach yeah, yeah right yeah so but he, he has the potential to be there. Yeah, right. when he was with Wolves, he was B plus. I think mm-hmm. Tottenham is his level, but some of the players like Kane and Son, should he be coaching those guys?
1: Oh, you're giving you're
0: giving a squad. You inherit yeah. the squad, and it's, it's yeah. what you do with it. Exactly, right? right? But so. but should he is he the kind of guy that's going to drive Tottenham to, to do bits? That's the thing. Like yeah. you can see it on the pitch, man. Yeah. He was trying to do things and. Uh, You know, well, let's talk about the first half. The first half, as you said, it was back Back and forth, right?
1: Back and forth, back and forth. forth. But who um, was?
0: Mount was not playing a good
1: game. Mount was terrible. Mount has been looking off lately. I, I think he needs a rest. I think they need to bench him and bring somebody else in that position for a bit. Let Mount now start to understand again, like, yo, I got to earn this position. It's not yeah. just going to be given to me, right? it's,
0: it's not. Yeah, I don't think it's in the mentality that he thinks he's going to be I given. I just think he's, he's probably tired he's, and gassed from all the he games. Ha- he has
1: bad form right yeah, now. That's yeah. it. So, like, they need to arrest him and take him out of that situation so he can build again and start to understand, yeah. yo, okay, I need, I have a job to do and this is, if I don't do this job, I'm going to sit on the bench, right? Yeah. So and I like what a did he took him out in the halftime and yeah. brought uh Kante uh, brought Kante in and <sighs> bro then the game just completely switched <laughs> it just it just completely switched now Chelsea not only did they push they pushed all the way to Tottenham's half yeah
0: and their their center backs were literally on the line inside <laughs> inside Tottenham's half and so there's this one guy asked one question one time he asked like what is the future of tactical innovation mm-hmm. in the modern game? Like, we've seen false nines. Yeah, we've yeah. seen inverted fullbacks. Mm-hmm. We've seen, uh, I don't know what else, attacking fullbacks. We've seen, um, I don't know, There's like just a bunch of things, right, from yeah. the tactical side of things. Mm-hmm. And I predicted, I said, we have seen marauding centerbacks, mm-hmm. right, from yeah. Sheffield. Sheffield were the first ones who really did this on their first season um, in the Premier League mm-hmm. was the marauding centre-backs. And I made a prediction, and I said, the future, with the way we're starting to see how stable the three-at-the-back is, mm-hmm. um, or or not stable, how a lot of teams are adopting the three-at-the-back, they mm-hmm. have, you know, there's a lot of teams that have very good centre-backs so they are playing on their team. Some guys can't even, like, could you imagine Zuma, not being able to play at Chelsea. Mm-hmm. Right? So there's a, teams are stacked with center backs. Um and the future state you're gonna start to see is marauding center backs, center mm-hmm. backs who push up very high, yeah. dribble all the way up and we've seen that with really in the Champions League. Yeah. Zuma did yeah. Zuma did something similar, I think, before I've seen him do in it a couple I-X of times. Um so yeah, so it's a normal normal occurrence and I think like Tuco cool. using that, he has he can use that extra guy on the midfield. There's mm-hmm. a lot of technical guys. Maybe Thiago Silva cannot do it because he's a little bit old and, you know, to do all that would be a lot, it would be a, a very hectic. Mm-hmm. But guys like Christensen and Rudiger can bump forward. Even yeah. if you guys had Jules Koundé, mm-hmm. he could do that yeah. too. I think that's why so, I think
1: that's why took wanted wonder yeah. to come very much. But they said they're not giving up. They said they're going again in January. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So pretty much we just locked Tottenham in their own half and just they made them play Chelsea ball. Yeah. Tuku ball. Yeah. ball, Chelsea ball, and Tottenham just could not survive, man. They couldn't survive. Everything was just working, and it just put them on so much pressure to the point where it's like, ah.
0: Yeah. Like, look, honestly, I, I, I said it. You guys have heard me gushing about Thomas Tuco. I saw somebody, Some United fans like to hate, man. Like, our fans, I think our fans now, because of the sheer number of fans that we have, we have the most delusional fans, uh-huh. you know, the most delusional fan base. That, that delusion, delusional title is still Arsenal's at the end of the day because Arsenal have the most delusional fan base, in my opinion. Uh-huh. But United now, because Arsenal fans are starting to realize that uh, we're shit. You know, mm-hmm. they're not—they're they're no longer arguing anybody. Sometimes you see maybe one or two Twitter guys just to get like views will reference Chelsea or United just so that they can get you know clicks on their on their thing. Yeah. But the reality is, you're not seeing them pipe up anymore. So what you're seeing now is a lot of United fans. In my opinion, I call United fans a lot because our fan base is just—we have a lot of wild fucking ideas out there. We think we're. You know, on a a whole nother level. But Mm -hmm. I saw somebody post up uh, that, uh, uh, you know, all this gushing for Tuku, man. He hasn't even done anything, blah, blah, blah. And I was just (laughs) like, and I wanted to start trashing. It was a chick. I wanted to fucking start trashing her. Mm -hmm. But then I realized, okay, I can't be using podcast CBF to be doing this. (laughs) I'm going to do it. I'm going to switch. I'm going to switch the handles over to my name. Yeah. uh, Switch it over to Uncle CB here and just like, you know, start slamming that shit hard, Mm -hmm. right? So, um. That's the thing, man. Like, people people are just, like, hating. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? They see what Tuchel is doing, and then they look at home and you're just like, man, it's only the guy. It's only not the guy. But then you look at Tuchel, and you're like, oh, my goodness. Look at what this freaking guy is doing, mm-hmm. right? So it's, uh, yeah, something something to really, really, like, keep your eye out on, right, on Thomas Tuchel and uh, what he's really bringing to this team, but to make that change at halftime, damn! Another thing too, I want to call out, my boy Alonso, <laughs> my boy. Anybody like if you guys didn't listen to this podcast, listen to last week' podcast, boys. I called it. I freaking called it. I've been telling you, like you know, I know you, you know, you saw this shit about him and Lampard and all that, blah blah blah. Bro, man, I'm just going to say that's how I see it, right? Alonso, I was thinking about this the other day, right? Everybody, like, wants to talk about what really makes Chelsea tick. I think everything makes Chelsea tick. I think everything you guys have, the forward now that's going to score you the goals, the midfield depth, that's mm-hmm. any person can come in and put, play a role, the center back uh, coverage that you need, your full backs, you have full back coverage, as Bliketa played right back last uh uh, last game. Reese James, that's his main position. Aspie will be usually playing center back if he can't. Like, there's so much depth and then you now look at your left back. Frank Chilwell can't even get in. Can you imagine? Chilwell's good, man. I didn't say it was bad. I said it was good but yeah. Alonso is something else. I think Alonso is the key. There's a mental thing that's keeping Chilwell out of the team. Tokud also talked
1: about it too. Oh, did he? Yeah, he yeah. talked about it last week and he said he said there's there's this mental block that's with, I don't know. Maybe it's because Alonso is getting in the team. It's
0: competition, and yeah, it's, it's competition. Ch- kind of like yeah, breaking. yeah. He's like fuck. I they paid fifty mil for me, and I can't even beat this guy that was out of the door two, you know, two seasons, two ago. seasons ago. Like it looked like it was done. It was finished. Mm-hmm. Alonso is the key man. He is the freaking key. And why I say this, like, yeah, Mendy's going to always do his thing. Kepa played well, Kepa, you yeah, know, played yeah. very well. Like, mm-hmm. it's just, look at all these guys that look like they were going to be nothing under Lampard. And now mm-hmm. all of a sudden, look at them. And Alonso, I keep saying it, when you go back and you watch when Conte won the league, the last time, you I guys think Conte them, was the you?
1: one who brought the attacking, uh,
0: the attacking fullback. He, he, dude, system. he he has it in uh, in uh, Chelsea. Oh he, yeah, that's another. Club at that that wasn't an, that was another thing. Uh, no, no, no. no. Everybody plays attacking fullback. No, not not like this, as in with a three at the back. Every, somebody uh, pointed out La Conte uh, on uh, United, uh, one of the United. another a delusional moment. It uh, was like, yeah, I don't want to get Conte because he plays defensive football. And I'm like, eh. And I put, tell me you don't watch uh, Italian League without telling me you don't watch the Italian League. (laughs) That was how bad that statement was, right? But Alonso, man, fuck. I think, wait, go back and watch how Chelsea won the league that year. Attacking fullbacks uh, with three at the center back. Alonso was the key guy. Alonso and Victor Moses. Mm -hmm. Those were the... Because everybody else would be so sucked in with how much... Uh, s- uh, People are struggle already, in the middle, yeah, you and right, then and then they just forget this one Langley guy. It's this guy was like striking. Mm-hmm. There was a time, like, he shot a shot, and Lukaku was complete. I was like, Shut up, Lukaku! Like, what do you wanting to do? Not shoot? Like, he was gonna shoot, man. Yeah. Alonso was just like. My you God, he was man! To score. Of course he was hungry to he score, so but hungry. like, but it's chill out, bro! Like, get off the way. He Was about to shoot the shot, and you blocked it. Like, yeah, what are you expecting yeah, to do? He took
1: the shot. What are you
0: expecting to do? Like, that leave it. That was going into exact leave. Like, he can't just leave it, right? Like, anyway, so anyway, let's not. I don't want to get in that shit right now. But Alonso was, I was just like, how is this guy finding so much space? Like, and then the thing is, okay, Mike Alonso then, then somebody in the middle will be free. Mm -hmm. Mark him. Kante is going to start finding pockets of space left, right, and center. Yeah, because they're causing chaos. (laughs) Yeah. You know, even Rudiger started to find space. Like, it was just crazy, man. Like You only pray at that point. You get lucky in the
1: center. Fuck, bro. The strikers running inside space. (sighs) Just to link it up.
0: It was crazy. Like, watching that, and even Aspi now started to get space, too. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm just looking at that. I'm like, how did he make... The three-four-three three worked so well mm. in the Barclays Premier League, right? And then even when he switched in Conte, then he switched to three-three with a four, mm-hmm. so or a five-three-two, yeah, right? Um, and uh, freaking Conte in the midfield was just like, okay, now nah, you guys can't play anymore. The right? press was just so evident to the fact that
1: they kept them in there. So, literally, whenever Tottenham would get the ball in the back, Chelsea's already there. Yeah. Like, they're they're already pressing. And it's similar to what we did tonight, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where we pushed and we made them stay in their own half. Yeah. Right? And we just controlled the game. And what, what, what what became so clear was the fact that Chelsea did not want to lose this ball. No. They just kept ball retention to another level. Yeah. The ball will come. It'll go. They'll take a shot. The winger will oh, recover. Yeah. He was, he'll reset it back to the center back. No. The center back will pass it again to the other center back. They'll switch it over to the wings, pass it up. If they don't have the chance, they will come back again. The midfielders will be there. The midfielders will be there. Now the left back's moving up. Now the center back is moving up. You know, so it was bro, like... I just... I, Tottenham couldn't cope with it. Bro. I think
0: it's just something that Nuno hasn't experienced yeah. before. Bro, I just want to spend a week with Tuchel... Yeah. On how he coaches. Just to pick his brain Just up. to, like, I just want to sit like, uh the coach's voice uh, mm-hmm. is a thing I follow on Instagram. Yeah. I'm and actually, I think I'm actually going to soon sign up for that. For yeah, the coach's, coach's voice. voice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's
1: a lot of good coaches
0: on there. Yeah, there was on Instagram. They were like, oh, who should we cover next? Tukul's, uh you know, something, something. And I was like, all I want, I don't want a day with Tuco, I want a week. hmm I want to see how he starts setting up his sessions his session, yeah. from start to finish. Like yeah. I think he he sets oh, up his training man. sessions
1: based on the game plan for the for the. Oh, of course, of course, game, but yeah.
0: I think the blueprint is still the same. Mm-hmm. It's just when you see them play, you know, like. Yeah. These guys are so well-drilled, man. They fit. get it. They're fit. They get it. Even regardless if they're fit or not, they fucking get it. Like, you can tell, like, one the pitch, everybody mm-hmm. knows what's up. Kepa slotted in like it was, like, nothing. Yeah. I remember <laughs> somebody posted, like, why is Kepa on, uh, why is Kepa starting? And I was just like, you guys would be shocked that this guy will actually play quite well yeah. today. And he did. Like, Does there were when they pressed him, hurt. it was tight. Yeah. He was just calm. Mm-hmm. He moved the ball. No stress, bro. Yeah. So it was, uh, it was just, it was a wild, uh, it was good to see that, right? Yeah. Uh, but uh, one thing, okay, before we jump out of this, uh, one thing I want to call out, Harry Kane. Happy, happy Harry. Happy, happy Harry Kane. <laughs> Look what's happening now. I told I told you this, right? Yeah. This is the thing I would do, right? Don't fucking complain. Don't cry. Go to work. Yeah. Just don't put a 100%. Yeah.
1: Seriously, it
0: 100%. Harry came before would we'll run for every ball, tear his ligaments, he'll be play, out he'll, for like...
1: He will play the false nine, keep dropping. He would do be,
0: whatever. He yeah. would sacrifice every freaking limb. I barely even saw him that game.
1: But I'm, I'm so... It's kind of like... Uh, what do you call it? Like I feel I kind of feel in a way son doesn't deserve that because you know you know, Son Son works his ass. Bro,
0: I don't care about Son. Son is an idiot too, homie. I'm sorry, bro. Look, I I like him, I love him a lot. Look, he's got a secure his future, he's got to make bank. Mm -hmm. But that just shows a lack of ambition. Yeah. There's so many even I hate to say it, but even Liverpool probably try to, you know, sign this guy up if he only have one year left on his contract. Mm -hmm. Daniel Levy would be forced to like let him go for free. Or, you know, 30 mil.
1: How much do you think Son is worth right now if they're trying to bid?
0: Dude, he could sign a new five-year. Daniel Levy will ask for 120 mil. Yeah, Daniel Levy is the worst. Fabrizio Romano said Daniel Levy is the worst guy to deal with when mm-hmm. it comes to, like, negotiations. Yeah. He's absolutely horrible. Like, everybody knows he has a bad track record mm-hmm. for this. Um, so, for me, like, Son is done. There's nothing he can do now. He's not going to win anything. Maybe he wins a Carabao Cup, FA Cup. Yeah. Is that is that the limit that of your ambition? Yeah, that's crazy. So and and look, there's nothing wrong with a player staying with a team for that long. But like, how old is he now? Twenty seven, twenty eight. Probably twenty eight or twenty nine or something. You know, there's nothing wrong with a team. Um, uh, what you call it uh, uh, or a player choosing to stay at the same team? Like, look at Steven Gerrard, right, mm-hmm. with Liverpool for the rest of his career. Um... Everybody should have their own uh what you call it um say on what they wanna do, mm-hmm. you know, in the long run, right? Everybody yeah. everybody should have that. Um so my own my own thing, um my own my own thing with Son was he could have you know, maybe who knows, Chelsea may have come calling. Mm-hmm. Maybe Real Madrid could have come calling. Maybe, yeah, Bayern was calling. But yeah, Bayern, like teams that actually like need you. Mm-hmm. Um and we should show that investment, and then you can win something with them. Yeah. But he chose to sign a five-year. I hope he has, like, a contract clause in there. That's probably, my prayer. He does. That's my prayer. But if not, this guy is wasting his career in uh, Tottenham. Mm-hmm. He could be a Tottenham legend, but anyway, whatever it may be. A Tottenham legend without a title. Yeah. But Harry Kane... I just... I'm, I've am been saying it. Down the tools. Don't mm-hmm. work as hard. Like, work hard in training, but in the game, don't fucking kill yourself or sacrifice your body. Drop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Drop your... Kill your valuation and yeah. then leave you will look the idiot. And if he says, I'm not selling you, okay, fine. I'll stay. I'm just going to really focus on England then. I'm yeah. going to use this team to build myself up and then focus on England. This yeah. is a horrible thing to do, by mm-hmm. the way. But when a club refuses to honor the agreement to sell even though the agreement that he set up is worth shit, mm-hmm. um, but at least if they're not going to be gentlemen about stuff, then you play dirty. Yeah. That's just the way it is. The yeah. game is you have to be a dirty player to to, to fulfill your stuff. Okay. But anyway, uh, moving on. Uh, Chelsea, uh, you guys won the midweek fixture against uh, Zenit. Yeah. Won nothing.
1: Yeah, what a game. It was like the perfect game Zenit played. Yeah. Perfect. You know, mm-hmm. like, but you could just feel like Chelsea was going to do it. I, I wasn't even, I wasn't even nervous in a zero-zero. The game is almost going, getting close to ending. Mm-hmm. I wasn't nervous. I was like, we're gonna pull it. <laughs> I'm like, we're gonna pull it. I don't know what it is, but now like, there's that, there's that environment, there's that atmosphere about Chelsea now, mm-hmm. where it's like, anything's gonna happen, but we're gonna make it through, right? And. Zenit played the perfect game, the mm. perfect, I, I, I think I call this so far like one of the best matches tactically that has been played in this season so far, wow. right? Because of the way Zenit set up, the way they locked everything down, made sure that Chelsea had no spaces. Make sure we couldn't play properly, did everything to frustrate us. Kinda like how Crystal Palace were trying to do, but mm. we broke that shit easily. Yeah. But this one was a test. Like it was heavy. And how, then how good were they when it came to attacking? Like Chelsea or Zenit. Zenit, Zenit was good. They pulled they 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 had a few mm. chances too, right? But the thing is like obviously our defenders are on it. They they know like they know they know they know um, it's better to not give them that space to yeah. implement an attack, right? Yeah. So it was just, it was a master class, man, honestly. But then in the end, Lukaku just, bah. That's why you guys sold, purchased him, right? Yeah, so. Lukaku came through, he came clutch, he got the goal. And we should we should have scored as soon as that goal came in. I I knew the game was gonna get a bit open now because you know Zane's gonna push and try and score the goal. Yeah, but a little bit too late, buddy. You know, but <laughs> like Chelsea is not the team for you to go one up and 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 uh, and be hoping. Oh yeah, like we're gonna we're gonna try and push this back. You need yeah. more time if you're playing against us, and yeah. as well where one of the teams if I had to bet my life on defending the whole game,
0: yeah, we would do it. Yeah. Right? So No, it's uh it's actually quite crazy to see to see that like you know, the game a tricky first tie. Mm-hmm. Uh obviously you knew what Zenit were gonna come and do. Yeah. But uh Apparently Zenit
1: hasn't lost a game in like thirty something games. Really? Oh yeah. Shit. The yeah. the commentator was saying something about it. I'm like, what?
0: Yeah. No, but but it just shows, right? Like that's uh, that's the atmosphere that you guys have generated. Mm-hmm. 10 different goal scorers. Yeah. This, this season. season. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Like so much things baffle my mind with this team, man. <laughs> I'm just like it's like almost written in the stars that yeah. you guys are going to win the Premier League this year. But but it's still too early. There's a it's still too, too early and there's a silent warrior right now. That is walking in the shadows. See? No. Liverpool? Liverpool. Liverpool.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> we, bro, we knew Liverpool. The thing is, Liverpool got so rested <laughs> last season that they are ready to press everybody for 90 minutes. But the thing, though, is we played Liverpool. It, but that's, right? but it,
0: here's, here's the mistake everybody's going to think, mm-hmm. right? Well, you're, I knew what you were going to say, but finish saying it. Yeah,
1: we played Liverpool, yeah. and it was not... like. Liverpool didn't show too much of their qualities, you know, but in the end, I think if we didn't have the one, the, the record, we would have beat Liverpool. Let me,
0: let me, I'm going to put this up here. In the 90 minute game, anything could happen, Absolutely, right? I think you guys would have beat Liverpool. Yes. If you had the 11, but <laughs> who knows?
1: Yeah. It's, who
0: knows, right? But this is what we're faced with, right? This exactly. is the
1: reality and this is what has happened. Exactly. So, um, so, yeah. Basically, like Liverpool is still a trap. Like they're still we we know Liverpool is gonna be in that top four, bro. We definitely know that, and they're yeah. contending for the title. They are fucking us and Liverpool have identical the results. Results, yep. Right for over the past five games. So now it's like, let's see how it goes. We just gotta keep winning, mm. keep winning. And honestly, I think we've played almost all our all our big games. It's coming close because I think uh, uh the 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 games that are left now for the big games are Manchester United and City and City, and City is next week. Man yeah. U is in sometime in in October, October yeah, in sure. October, and so that's not too far away. Deal with these guys, get a point, do whatever you gotta do, and then when the small guys come, just kill them. Yeah, just kill Absolutely. them. Absolutely, like. And that's what Liverpool does. They're gonna kill the small teams. Salah is gonna score five goals against the small teams, and then when it comes to the big teams, he's gonna maybe score maybe one or two. Mm -hmm. But after that, they're still beating the little
0: guys, you know. So it's like that's what we need to do. Yeah, that's that's the that's the philosophy of winning, Mm -hmm. the mythology of winning. If you wanna if you wanna win the Premier League, forget the big boys, beat the small teams. But if you if you can beat the big boys, do it. Yeah, do it. But I'll tell you something. Everybody keeps. I keep seeing everywhere Chelsea, Chelsea. and I'm like, Liverpool's just not going away. Yeah. Um, and the way the the things you mentioned, they're healthier. Uh, they can press now. They have all their defenders available. Yeah. Um, you know they're solid at the back. You know midfield is now like recuperated, uh, rejuvenated. Mm-hmm. The loss of Wijnaldum, which is weird. Wijnaldum, I'm not hearing a lot from PSG. I'm hearing uh It's so, Herrera. So was Ahmad? <laughs> was Ahmad right? When he, yeah. when he said Ginny Gin a guy fuck, that just runs and runs fuck and fuck him fuck him out, I'm an <laughs> idiot. But uh, why not them fit Klopp's system? Yeah. Like a glove. Because those are the type of players Klopp likes. Yeah. Exactly. That works very well in his machinations. Mm-hmm. Um so for me,
1: they even came back from know, that uh deficit on Champions League, Yeah, They were losing. They were actually they were up one zero and then Oh, you mean against us Milan? Yeah, and Milan scored oh, go two, two goals in like one or two, three minutes. Oh, what a, And then after that,
0: then Liverpool just, came and clutched it at last minute. The fucking cop and their crazy, like, you know, uh, drive, yeah. you know, to win a
1: game. But that the Liverpool and AC Milan game is so hysteric, you yeah, know, because of that yeah, 3
0: 3. Yeah. yeah. But <laughs> at, the, at the end of the day, Liverpool ignored them at your peril. Yeah. Everybody is not mentioning, you. everybody is talking about. Suco, Lukaku, Ronaldo. I got in the back of my head. You know, I know Liverpool is there. But I keep watching and I'm like, I Liverpool told, is looking actually, if not just as good as uh, Chelsea, but yeah, like they're looking really, really good. The German, the only, the the only, German
1: tacticians. The, yeah.
0: The only difference, the only difference, is I would say, depth. It's not just the depth, because Liverpool has some sort of depth and they have like some up and coming players. But if Liverpool if get if they get like one or two injuries once again Yeah, they'll be they'll be kinda of messed up. Yeah. But yeah, you can say that. But I think the problem is their defense. If you watch the Alexander games Alexander Arnold. Uh, Alexander Arnold, even Van Dijk now can be get at can be got at. Um, if Chelsea were playing far at the back, mm-hmm. that would be Chelsea's problem. Yeah. Chelsea's defence We'll, we'll screw them over because Alonso will be bumping up yeah, so yeah, high yeah. and then there'll be, and there'll be so much cover. space uh, yeah. behind them. And mm-hmm. um, Another thing too is uh, I don't think Rüdiger and Thiago are solid together as everybody may think they are um, or even Rüdiger we, or in Christensen. In. I don't think they're as solid as any person could think they are. I think they can be got out in a four, back four. Oh, yeah. But if it's a back uh, three slash five, forget it. You know, you break one, yeah. you got two that, come in. That's why.
1: That's why right? Tuchel plays that system because yeah. he, he knows, he knows yeah. that if they play the four, they will get smoked. Yeah, that yeah, yeah. and that was what Lampard was doing. He was playing the four, but when Lampard played the three-five-two, yeah, he yeah. smoked teams. Yeah, right. So that should have told Lampard something. That, but that was not his system. But he that was not did, his he system. Didn't he didn't believe in the yeah. system. Yeah, he didn't believe in. That. But sometimes I feel like as a, as a manager, it's not about. You believing in the system, but adapting to the play to the system that's
0: gonna benefit your players. Yeah, adapting to your personal. But you're right, but to an extent, as a manager, you need to have a backbone of your philosophy. Absolutely, yeah. And this is a big thing. Every. It, 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 they always tell you when you're studying for your coaches stuff. They yeah. always talk about what is your philosophy. Are you a defensive type of manager? Are you an offensive type of manager? Right. Yeah. Um, and when I look at Tuko, Tuko, I look at him as like, um, you know, because I, I think a lot of people get pragmatic wrong. Mm-hmm. They get pragmatic as negative. No, yeah. I look at it as pragmatic, as in this is what I've got. Yeah. But I will add my own blend of. You know, you know, flair, yeah. attack. Yeah. You know, and then most of the time I will go for it, and uh-huh. then maybe I'm playing against a little bit of a tougher team. I'm gonna sit back a little bit and I'm defend, thing, yeah. right? So that's kind of the way it is. Uh, but either way, uh, I would just say look out for Liverpool, man. Liverpool look like for me, they look like the team that's uh, hiding in the shadows, and nobody really is talking about them. I just, I keep seeing people kind of like ignoring the Liverpool fans are you know, staying quiet. As yeah, well, of course. Because they're, 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 like, they're like, we're just going to chill. Yeah, it's Chelsea's
1: title to lose.
0: Yeah. So pretty
1: much. Yeah. They, they're they putting the pressure, pressure on, on Chelsea. Chelsea. Yeah.
0: Um, but just watch them because the way things are looking, if they start going on these type of runs, winning games, not losing, winning games, not losing, mm-hmm. winning games, the pressure now becomes on everybody else. Because, yeah. for example, United on the other side have signed Ronaldo. They've signed Varane. they signed mm-hmm. Sancho right and united now the pressure is like hey ole has got to do something this year to show yeah. that these signings that he's gotten he's gotten all the he's gotten all the benefit compared mm-hmm. to every other manager yeah these signings that he has gotten means something and he needs to do something with them absolutely um so that pressure is going to be on him and then Tuko, took it away the pressures on because the, you know they won the champions, champions league. league yeah but uh, you know, the thing is, they're everybody's bet now yeah. to win the league because of Lukaku. Yeah. So, a lot is riding on these teams. The only difference is Liverpool's backline is where I think they will get nipped. Yeah. Um, but anything could happen. Anything could happen, man. Maybe club
1: was still playing the three at the back.
0: Maybe he could. Maybe he could. But, you know, injuries could come back again to haunt them. Yeah. Uh, but even Chelsea... We may be saying, yeah, depth, 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 but who knows? Tomorrow now, Jorginho gets an injury and then there's an issue, Yeah. right? Uh, Kovacic, as much as he's good, can he organize a tempo on the midfield for that long? Can yeah. he maintain the tempo that Jorginho keeps with the passing and the movement and I the think, ball changing? I, I
1: think the thing with it is, like, Kova hasn't had, like, the consistency like Jorginho has had. Exactly, yeah. But if you give Kova that chance, bro, Kova
0: will turn into
1: another Luka Modric uh,
0: yeah, uh, I don't think he will be. Look, at Modric is one of his one of a kind. I think. Yeah, I absolutely. Think, but but I th- in, I the, think in the, he in, the was,
1: in the Croatian team, yeah, when they were molding Kova, they were molding him to be the guy to no, take he, over. He will not
0: be like he guy. will not be like a. I think he will be a solid jorginho esque type, mm-hmm. but a little bit more attacking firepower. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Like he doesn't like not attacking firepower as in shooting and scoring. No, as in creating more. Yeah vertical he's and direct of, he's opportunities. He's one of the best
1: ball carriers in the prime. Yeah. So him Tillemans, and uh De Bruyne.
0: Yeah. So he's a he's a fantastic talent and I think he will he will get there. It's just a matter of when. That's yeah. all it is. And mm-hmm. if anything happens to Jorginho, I will say you guys need to be a little bit more, you know, worried uh mm-hmm. or even Lukaku. You guys maybe should be a little bit more worried. because if Lukaku goes, Timo is very cold right now. Yeah, man, he very had chances. Yeah, chances, but he's but, cold. But I gotta give him props on that on
1: that run that he made to create that chance for Rudiger. Yeah, that was nice because everybody was expecting him to pass it as soon as he made the he as soon as he he took the ball, everybody yeah. was expecting the pass to come. Yeah, so yeah, Timo yeah. was like, "Fuck that! I'm gonna drive it a little bit more, yeah, 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 yeah. go all the way to that touch line, and pull it back, mm. and there you go, Rudiger." Right yeah. there to bury that. Yeah. And then the Golokantes go to that deflection. But it, it was also on target. So you yeah. know that
0: was going get in, it, bro. Get it on target. Get right? it on target. So. Yeah. But, um, yeah, we'll jump ship real quick. Uh, looking at the other title challenger. Manchester United. Yeah, man. How how did they do today? Uh, on the Sunday? How did they do on Sunday, yeah. Uh, team played well. Team, team played well. Play well. Look. Um, there was still the... Consistent problems with this United team, right? Like we, it's been documented so many times. People have heard my rant. I've had very bad days on this podcast, yeah. Um, but it's been it's been documented that United just struggle with build-up play mm-hmm. and struggle with breaking down teams on the low block, right? So build-up play, build-up play in the sense that if you if they're trying to build up, press United high, press out their midfielders, yeah. don't let them receive the ball, and then all of a sudden they don't know what to do with the ball, right? And then in, uh, in uh, low block, sit back deep, put a lot of numbers in the box, you know, you can't find a way to break it down, mm-hmm. right? Like any other team, it's, it's very difficult to do. Yeah. And I find it's getting much more difficult because teams are getting used, used to, to yeah. you know, playing against these big teams with like all this that. firepower, like yeah. Pep's teams, and they just, you know, put low block and mm-hmm. they don't win any, they don't score, right? Yeah. Um, so that, that was that piece there. But... Regardless, we didn't look that bad. Look, mm-hmm. West Ham had their chances. West Ham had this one special move, and just courtesy of David Moyes, David Moyes, move the ball through the wings, get some uh, coordinated play through the wings, and the next minute, you know, siphon into the middle. They have good shot on good opportunities to shoot. Mm-hmm. That was how they got the goal. They did that like three, four times. They move it through the right wing yeah. with the the space that when Luke Shaw pushes high so the space he's vacated mm-hmm. they take advantage of the space he has to transition back in shape yeah. you know cover his position you know sit in try to do something but because he's so destabilized and then the center backs are trying to help cover they just sh- siphon the ball through the middle they uh-huh. take a shot three times next one they did it boom go mm-hmm. like so uh, yeah that, well, I don't remember his name Barama or whatever his yeah, name is ben um, be that be guy I've been be raving for man I wanted him to come to Chelsea
1: yeah. At one point they were saying he's he's a, he's a Chelsea player and I was like,
0: "What?" I don't I don't see why he would so, such a Chelsea flare, right man, now. such a flare, yeah. he's such a flare player. He's such a flare player, but I feel like um Chelsea has a lot of efficient uh, type of players, but yeah. that's beside the point, right? So, I looked at it this way and I said, "Look, this is going to happen." And they finally scored using that uh, uh doing that. Yeah. Then the other thing that now happened uh, was uh, the comeback from uh, uh, United. United are a team that, you know, we go down and then we awaken our next chakra. Like it's just, you know, it's like we go nine thousand, right? Yeah. So every time we go down, we lose, we 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 lose, we lose a goal. Then we now wake up, mm-hmm. you know, and that's what happened. Next minute, cross into the box. Ronaldo heads the ball, goalkeeper saves, uh, rebound, you know. And the one thing I heard this on a um a football podcast, uh Guardian football podcast, and they said the one thing and I I and I've called this out, uh, you know, and I said the one the one thing that Ronaldo does so well is regardless of how bad his shots are, right? He always ensures he makes a good connection with the ball mm-hmm. and he forces the goalkeeper to save. Yeah. It doesn't matter how bad the shot is, the goalkeeper has to try to save that shot. Yeah. And what ends up happening is... It destabilizes them. it. It messes them up and it gets free rebounds. Yeah. Or, you know... And if you look at some of the goals we scored this season, uh, the Greenwood shot against uh, Newcastle's goalie, you know, goalkeeper spills it, yeah. goal. If you can get the shot on target of most goalkeepers, good power, you know, they're going to spill the shot, rebound. So... um Anyway, so that's one of the things, right? And Mm -hmm. uh, Some people were like bantering me on the chat. They were like, oh, so Benson, you know, do you want, uh, uh, is Ronaldo, um, are you guys still mad that Ronaldo joined the team? And I'm like, you guys are missing the point of that. Yeah. It's not that Ronaldo, we're we're not happy that Ronaldo is on the team. Mm -hmm. It's the fact that Ronaldo, um, uh, or I won't say Ronaldo, it's the fact that United, at the end of the day, Glazers. The Glazers don't recruit properly. Yeah, who the hell recruits from now that doesn't recruit like a solid midfielder? Yeah. Everybody's complaining about Fred. Go online. Yeah, check it out. And some people are saying we need to see this guy's passport. He's not Brazilian. <laughs> like that's how bad you know, it is when people are saying shit like that. Right, he goes to Brazil and plays. <laughs> the you know, he he goes to, he plays well in Brazil, yeah. but. The thing with Fred is Fred gives you you know what you can get with Fred. Mm-hmm. Work rate. Like mm-hmm. you cover you put him and Kanté on the pitch. Just just tell him Mark uh, Kanté. Yeah. That's it. Kanté will run Fred will run with him. Yeah. He's the only one who's going to be able to keep up with the guy yeah. because you know Kanté just wriggles around all over the place. Mm-hmm. So those are the kind of games Fred is made for. Yeah. But at a club like United you need more, oh. right? You don't just need to be a guy that just covers the field. You need to be able to create opportunities, mm-hmm. move the ball well. Roy Keane had an engine. He won the ball. He put the ball in the right place. That's gonna work for our uh, uh, for our attackers, our forwards, our midfield. He, you know, that's that's kind of the thing, right? Yeah. But Fred, the problem with Fred is he just works hard, and that's it. So this is uh, this was one of the biggest biggest issues with. Uh, Uh, With the team. Um, And that's where that's where my anger about signing Ronaldo came from is we have this glaring issue with with Manchester United right now in the midfield and we're spending all this money to get this guy, but we're not spending an an extra inch of money to support him. Now I'm hearing Declan Rice. They want to get Declan Rice. Oh, they're going to maximize everything to buy Declan Rice. <laughs> I asked on our chat, like, okay, how much is Declan Rice going to cost? And they said Declan Rice is... Uh, one hundred. So they're asking for like 8100 right? One of my one of my friends said, uh, he said, oh, I'll ask anything. One of the guys in our group chat is like, I'll pay a billion. <laughs> like, is this even a question? One of my other friends was like, I'll pay $30 million. Yeah. You know, 30 million for Declan Rice. How much are you going to pay for Declan Rice? 50. That's what I said. I said, Max I'll pays 50 because mm-hmm. Fred cost us 50. Mm-hmm. You know, and even though Fred was a bad decision, but on the other hand, would I take Declan Rice or Ruben Nevis? Declan. I'll take Ruben.
1: I'll, t- I'll take
0: Ruben. I'll take Ruben. Yeah. Any time of the day, I'll take Ruben. It's cheaper and you give it the exact same thing that you're looking for. True. What is you know, what's the problem? Right? More, so more technical with Ruben. Yeah, Sir. very technical. Declan has improved, man. I, I'm shocked at how good he's gotten over the last couple of years. Before I used to be like, Declan Rice for 50, get out of here. <laughs> now I'm like, yeah, I'll pay the 50. You know? So he's definitely improved. Um, but, uh, yeah, De- Declan is one of the
1: reasons Lampa got fired. <laughs> really? Yeah, man, because he wanted to get Declan at all costs, but Marina was like, bro we, no, we, we let this guy go for free and we're going to go and buy him for this much money. No, hell no. So, she's like, yeah, they were pretty much like, figure it out. No, 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 they were like, they were like, it's going to make us look stupid. Yeah. Right? So, she didn't want to do that. Yeah. yeah but Lamps wanted Declan, Declan, Declan. He was going mad about that. Mm. So,
0: yeah, but I just, you know, for me, uh, we we need that. We need that midfielder, man. Mm-hmm. It's so bad. Anyway, th- but that fucking game got crazy at the end. I haven't even. <laughs> I just talked it was about a penalty, Ronaldo. Right? Bro. So, Lingard, uh, we haven't talked about Young Boys, but I'll, we'll chat about Young Boys in a bit. <laughs> Lingard, the villain of Young Boys of the Young Boys game. The hero of this game. Becomes the hero of this game. Fucking, the goal is just mm-hmm. out of nowhere. You know, Matic comes in, you're looking at the bench, you're like, bro, you're bringing on Matic. You know, you have Van der Beek on the bench. Why don't you play Van der Beek? But whatever. You know, I digress, right? Yeah. The other coach, you know what's good, right? He brings on Van der Beek. Bo, um, sorry, Matic. Matic plays the pass through the Lingard. Lingard scores. I'm like, what the fuck? What a strike, yeah. right? Then there's also moments in the game where there's like, okay, you know, there's a penalty here. Like Ronaldo, like, you know, this is a clear penalty. Why isn't Ronaldo getting the... Uh, the penalty ahead. call, right? Yeah. And you know Ronaldo, right? He you touch anything. him down. He's already... He has the GPS connected to the referee. <laughs> he's screaming, ah, you know, this is a penalty, right? Like, yeah. the referee doesn't want to give him the penalty because they think he's diving, but clearly he was impeded. Mm-hmm. So uh, he doesn't get the shout, yada well, yada yeah, 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 right? Anyway, fast forward. Then a penalty pops up. Freaking... Uh, guy puts across into the box. Luke Shaw, his body is a uh, hand. It, people are saying, "Oh, it's in a natural position. Where is he gonna? He needs to make a lateral movement, so he's gonna use his hand for leverage, right, yeah. to make lateral movement." So the 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 um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, the the uh, the referee calls the penalty. Freaking, uh, I think it's Martin Atkinson or whatever his name is. Mm-hmm. Calls a freaking penalty, bro. And I'm just sitting there. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? So in my head, I'm like, fuck, I got to jinx this guy. Guess what they do? Fucking David Moyes decides to pull uh, uh what they call it. Uh, uh he, decide, he decides to pull a uh, freaking, um, oh, what is it? Uh, uh Gary Salgate. Uh-huh. He brings on Mark Noble. Last second to take, the penalty. To take a penalty. Okay, Mark Noble has not fucking kicked all game. He brings this guy here to take a penalty, and I'm looking at it. I'm like, oh man, David de Gea hasn't saved a penalty for like for for forty last penalties. Meanwhile, Mark Noble hasn't missed a penalty in a lot since 20 whatever 16. Boom, he takes a penalty. David de David de Gea saves it. I am fucking like. Go, my my brain is like, you know, I'm in the house. I'm screaming. Gabby's sleeping upstairs. I woke her up. Apparently, like, apparently oh Ronaldo
1: told the where to dive to. Did he? I didn't. I didn't. I didn't see that. There was there was a there was a picture later. Yeah, where it showed uh, Ronaldo pointing to where Mark Noble was gonna play the ball, mm-hmm. right? Because I, I guess he's played with Mark Noble, right? Before. Really? Or something. I don't know. Mo was saying something about that. But Mark uh, Noble.
0: When did Mark Noble and fucking? Ronaldo played together. I have no idea, but was Mark Noble at United a while back? Maybe.
1: Was, all these guys have been moved around so
0: many times. Mm. Anyway, so yeah, that's crazy. But yeah, dude, like uh, so. There we go. Um, mm. You know, um, uh, so the 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 uh, uh, what they call it? Um, yeah, the game was wild. Gabby was like. Gabby, Gabby woke up, and I'm just like, shit, you know? <laughs> I was screaming. I'm like, oh, my God. What the fuck? Like, this is crazy. WD hasn't saved the penalty for so long, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, he's saving this penalty. Mark Noble hasn't missed. But on the same breath, I'm like, you know, Mark Noble uh, hadn't kicked the ball all game. Yeah. You know? So, anyway, crazy-ass fucking game, man. Like, fucking best way to end, you know, the Sunday uh, morning and uh, or no best way to start the Sunday morning. Yeah, um, and I was just like feeling it, and then watching that Chelsea game. Like I could watch the Chelsea game without being pissed because mm-hmm. if I was pissed, I wouldn't have watched the Chelsea game. I'd just like switch off the TV and just walk away. And that's yeah. how that's how mad I get right with these yeah. things. But um, uh, fuck, man that that was that was a crazy ending. But the, the reality is, if United want to be a championship winning team. You would not be going down so much every time. Yeah. Let's be real. You can't be doing that every time and getting away with it, Mm -hmm. right? At some point it won't work anymore. Yeah, seriously. Honestly now, every single time we go down, I'm like activate Ronaldo. Mm -hmm. You know, or anytime the game is tight, activate Ronaldo. Mm -hmm. Like, but we all know at some point this stuff will dry out. Like the games will get tight, teams will figure you out. You can't be going down every game at the start. You have to find ways to score goals early, mm-hmm. you know? Pop a goal in early, make the other team chase you, not you chase them, right? Mm-hmm. It changes the mentality of the team. But if you're ever, if you're chasing the game at every moment of the day, at every second of the day, guess what? You're going to be in trouble at all times. Yeah. So the testament of a good championship-winning team is... Being able to score and and keeping the lead,
1: yeah.
0: Chelsea's doing this. They're winning one nothing. You don't see them lose the game. Mm-hmm. You know they're winning two nothing. You don't see them lose the game. They don't concede first, but United have this tendency to concede, and then just try to fight for it again. It's not it's not good. That's not a good title winning team.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and then when you when you take that uh, you know when you, when you take that stuff, and you go into um, uh, the the midweek review against Young Boys, mm-hmm. that was kind of what happened. Like, yeah, we went up one nothing, but then when Juan Bissaka has a moment of stupidity and it cost us the game. Like, this guy, I know, the, so, part of me, I don't blame him. Part of me, I blame him. The pitch was terrible. Yeah. If any of you guys have played on turf fields, you know how shit that thing is. Now, imagine, the turf field, these guys, the way they use their turf, they try to mimic grass. Yeah. So, and of course, every other turf is mimicking grass, but they try to mimic, like, the texture of grass. So, in in uh, Alberta here, they have the grass that loops in. So, if you play in in fact, anything, your studs will get stuck into those uh, into the turf hook. Yeah. But them there's, I've seen it in Vancouver, it actually is like grass. Mm-hmm. So, it doesn't get stuck anywhere. So, if water, if people played on it or water is on that thing, it's slippery AF. Mm-hmm. People were sleeping. Van der Beek was sleeping all over the pitch. Um, you know, Shaw. At one point, I saw him slipping, so it was already bad enough. And wan Bissaka doesn't have the best control, yeah. so he was going on the underlap, and the way he was moving wasn't very strong, yeah. right? So next minute, he stamps on this guy one little pass that it touched him, and he can't like just okay, you didn't control it, just move out of the way, then don't like try to win it back by crushing the guy's freaking ankle. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, red card. And I don't really blame Oli for that. Like, there's nothing you can do when you player against a red card. Like, yeah. we've all been there as a coach. You can play against a red card, it's all hands on deck, everybody all hands to the pump, uh-huh. we're defending, yeah. right? Um, but at the same time, it's young boys. Yeah. <laughs> They're not that difficult. Like, come on, guys. Like, It just shows you how bad we are Like, when we don't have an extra guy to support the play. Mm-hmm. So, anyway... Um, You take him, uh, 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 you you know, Van Bissaka's off, Jadon Sancho comes off, Van Der Beek comes off, Mm -hmm. and then young boys get, obviously, feel themselves equalized. And then last minute, you take off Fred, even though it's so bad, like, how we did fred And then all of a sudden, we're like, we need a Fred for the last end of the game. Mm -hmm. You now take Fred off, and you bring Lingard on, playing him in a position that he's not very comfortable in. Yeah. Right? Lingard all of a sudden, what does he do? He puts the back pass that freaking gives them the opportunity, and they win the game. So it's just like it's the same old things with Oli, right? Same old things. You can the same mistakes. Like it's not even like mistakes, but it's just same old thing. You know, if you're a loser, you're a loser. Mm -hmm. Like that's just let's just be real. A loser is a loser, and losers will find ways to lose games. Winners will find ways to to win win games. games. And in the grand scheme of things. This, I don't think we we will feel this loss as much. I think this is just one loss against against young boys. There's still all to play for. Atlanta is not that bad. Play Villarreal you know, R- next. Villarreal. I don't know who that, who's next. Maybe Villarreal, Atlanta. I don't know. But the bottom line is, it's still too early. Mm-hmm. I don't think I don't think people are people who panicking like going crazy over it. Like it was not like, oh my god, this guy has cost us again. I was like, well, it was one Bissaka. Mm-hmm. but at the same point. Still, Ole made some mistakes, so it was just like a big mess all over the place. And it's not the first time, so I'm yeah. used to it now. Like when I see those results, and I see, okay, what have, did Ole you should have did? Pushed the ball you know, up,
1: and then rather than having it back there, they should have pushed it. Up yeah, push it, push it.
0: He shouldn't even have had Lingard mm. on there. Yeah, you know, Lingard was and, playing CDM. I I I, I can't remember. He was like roaming or something like you know, supporting and da da da. They had like. Uh, I think Matic was on there. The, the, you know, they called in Lindelof. No, no, not Lindelof. Varan to come in and support on the back. They made a back three. I can't remember, man. My brain is foggy now. Like it's four four days, and my brain is just you know. And I was watching it while I was working, and I said, "I'm not fucking. I'm not going back and turning that shit on to go <laughs> punish myself, right?" So the the. Um, but anyway, the 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 thing that I that I wanted to call out there was the mistakes are just so many. Like it happens all the time. Mm-hmm. United go one down. We fight our heart. We show passion and desire. We win the game. Yeah. But it doesn't work all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, we go one man down. We show passion and desire. We lose it because we're so passionate. Yeah. It's like, that's why I say. It's like the stupid emotional aspect of the game that it doesn't need to be there. Yeah. If you're an high school killer, you're an high school killer. Mm-hmm. You know, look at Liverpool. They were down 2-1. They came back and won the game 3-2. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they didn't have, you know, 10 men, but they came back and won the game 3-2. 3-2. That's the way it is, right? So I say my own my own piece. My own piece for everybody is just like, you know, as much as it's not crazy, expect this shit from United. Mm-hmm. That's just the way it is, right? Um, speaking of Van Der Beek, a lot of people were crying about Van Der Beek. Look, I've said my piece on this guy. Uh, only Only good technicians that know or understand at the highest level what it requires to play at the highest level. Mm -hmm. We understand how how precious it is to have a guy like Van Der Beek on your team. Mm -hmm. But the problem is I think I know why Ole cannot find a way to fit him on the team. And it's simple. Van Der Beek is a possession-based player and the team around him are not very good Mm possession-based. So, as a possession-based player... You need somebody... You need other people. You need other people, exactly. For example, when you have Jorginho, who's a possession-based midfielder, Mm -hmm. moving the ball around like he's doing, the other players understand the idea he's trying to implement. They can keep the ball. They can give it back to him. They can reset it to goalkeeper. They can do a bunch of things. Uh Go back, watch Chelsea Tottenham. Look at what Jorginho is doing, Right. Van der Beek against young boys was kind of a a test for him, right? Mm -hmm. So, Van der Beek starts to do a lot of that. Mm -hmm. But the funny thing is Ole does not like that. Ole doesn't like it because his team, the team around him, are not possession-based, number one. And Ole likes to attack with pace. He likes to, you know, break the lines. He likes to play it right through. Uh, If you look at any time Bruno, he doesn't like to waste too much time building up play. Yeah. It's transition, high transition, quick. Let's let's get to their end before they set up so they can score the goals because yeah. we're not good at breaking them down anyway, right? Yeah. So that's what Ole loves to do. Van der Beek is not that type of guy. Van der Beek likes to keep the ball, you get it, reset, you get it, passes it sideways, you do and it will frustr and I can see Ole being frustrated by that mm-hmm. and saying, Well, it's not what I want. If you look at Fred, regardless of how f- shit Fred is Fred actually tries to break the lines a lot. He likes yeah. to play right through in vertical every every time he gets. Mm-hmm. Matic, how did we score the goal this weekend? Matic was breaking the lines, playing a vertical ball over to Lingard, yeah. and then we scored. Right? Pogba. Pogba is a tactical luxury. Pogba plays as left wing. Mm-hmm. He's not a left winger, but we play him as left wing. Yeah. And literally all he's over there doing is pushing in long balls, keeping, you know, doing his specialty moves and all that. Bruno Bruno, is not, Bruno hates resetting, you know. These guys, they love to break the lines every freaking time. And then when you have a guy like Ronaldo, what does Ronaldo want? He wants the ball quick on his feet, quick in the air, yeah. so that he can do his damage in the box, right? So all these type of players, they're all so forward-thinking. And then you have a guy like Van der Beek, who literally just wants to control the tempo and keep the game, you know, at the pace that will allow us to create a perfect build-up. Mm-hmm. You know, a guy like Van Der Beek at, at um, City will be Pep's freaking uh, dream because those type of players keep the ball moving, keep yeah. the ball moving. That's all Pep wants. I love it when they move it together and I love it when they go, why? Yeah. That's what he loves, you know? <laughs> yeah, you, you know stupid ass uh, <laughs> the interview. So these are the things that Van Der Beek doesn't give. Now, another thing too, tactically... Mm-hmm. Playing Van der Beek beside uh, Fred. Fred. Uh, okay, sure. Fred can support. But then are you gonna take off Pogba? Mm-hmm. Um, There's just know. no space for him. Yeah, Sancho. Uh what's the other thing? You know, okay, let's say let's let's go risky. Pogba and Van der Beek. Van der Beek doesn't show that he can be strong enough to win the ball quickly and yeah. all the those qualities that Fred has. Yeah. Or McTominay has. Van der Beek doesn't have, like, Van der Beek ha- works hard, mm-hmm. but can he win the ball and, like, in an aggressive way every single time? I think at some point you're
1: gonna have to give him, like, consistency in game time. I agree. For him to be able to, to show. show that he can do that. Right? I agree. If but, not, then don't play him and sell him. He'll yeah. Give him to another club. Yeah. I'm pretty I, sure they'll be happy to have him.
0: Fuck. You just said it right there. Consistency in game
1: time. Yeah. Right? I, so I, I have players that don't do things I- even in our games, but the thing is like, I give them the chance so they can show, yeah. right? And some of them are starting to get it. But and they're, they're starting to but, do what I has, want them to do. But here's the
0: reality, though, right? right? Will, will you want to take that risk when you're in the hardest job? That's the thing. The, that's what, that's, that's the what, margin, the margin for error is so slim. Mm-hmm. The only chance you have is preseason. Yeah. He has to like. Dominate, yeah. not like play well, like oh give us a seven out of ten. No preseason did he play. Dominate. He didn't play he played him he played him uh you know adequately, but van der Beek had to get like ten out of ten every single day mm-hmm. to say, Okay, I okay, I'm gonna give you fifteen minutes against uh <laughs> against the West Ham. That's BS <laughs> <laughs> But that's the truth, right? Yeah. Ole's margin for error is is slim, Smart, yeah. right? And the who knows, ed-
1: man, this might be the guy who ends up saving all his job, you never
0: know. Nah, well, I don't, he has to know how to use him. Mm-hmm. You put him on Tuco, you put him on Pep, they will know what they're doing. Yeah, you put him with uh freaking only, no, even with Klopp, they will know Klopp will tell you straight up, hey, this is the type of play I don't want. Yeah, yeah, he will tell you, if this is the guy I don't want, I don't want him. Yeah, because he doesn't give me the penetration that I'm looking for mm-hmm. in the midfield, yeah, right. Um, Ole, on the other hand, would be like, yeah, yeah, I can bring him in. Let's try him out. Oh, yeah, yeah, I don't want him now. (laughs) But no, you want to sell him? No, 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 I don't want to sell him. I don't want to sell him. him. Keep him, keep him, yeah. Keep him so I can torture him, you know. So, (laughs) I'm just kidding, right? But Ole... Keep him so other teams don't buy him. Yeah, Ole cannot coach that type of a player because Mm -hmm. those type of players don't have the penetration he's looking for in the midfield. Yeah. But Bruno, Matic... McTominay even, Fred even, have that penetration mm-hmm. or they give him something else. Their work rate is second to none. Yeah. And he's willing to sacri- sacrifice anything that Van Der Beek gives for their work rate. He yeah. knows... he The guy you know is better than the guy you don't know. Yeah, that's yeah. the way he looks at it. Mm-hmm. And Fred, McTominay, regardless of what we say today, tomorrow, mm-hmm. they will start every bloody game if he had the chance. Yeah. And that's the thing. Anyway... I think we're going to wrap it up there, man. It mm-hmm. was a good session, good podcast. Uh, what are the next games coming up? Um, I think it's
1: on Wednesday.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, Chelsea's playing Aston Villa, EFL Cup.
0: Oh, okay, Carabao.
1: And then uh, let's see, Man U.
0: Man, I really should check these things out, but uh, I don't really care about uh, Carabao.
1: I think you guys are playing
0: West Ham. West... Oh, yeah, I think we're playing West Ham. Oh, again? Yeah, And Antonio is going to play this time, I think. Oh, man. Bro, don't even waste your time on the Carabao Cup, man. It's such a joke. (laughs) Yeah. The worst part is I think, well, he's going to fucking waste his time on this thing. But uh, we'll see how it goes. Anyway, once again... Um, I think we're wrapping this thing up. We wanna just thank every person that's listened to our session. Uh really appreciate you guys for listening. Uh thank you for lending us your ears. Thank yes. you know, thank you for you know, spending some time with us if you manage to listen all the way through to the end. Um but uh yeah, you know, there's a lot of stuff to talk about, there's a lot of football to cover. Mm-hmm. We can't cover them all. Um, we try but, you know we try, but uh you know the coverage we 've slimmed it down a little bit to uh united v Chelsea, yeah. but who knows in the future we may cover a little bit more as we go, mm-hmm. um but yeah, stay trying to get an i p t v so we can watch every single game in the world yeah, exactly if we can, like so. it'll, it'll be nice to watch everybody thing that 's on t v yeah, but apart from that, just want to say thank you guys for us our podcast c b f and uh you have a, safe, yeah. a great one, thanks guys, ciao.